T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Hey, guys. John Hancock and Michael Kelly, we are in for Ryan Recker. It is Overnight America. We've got, well, we're going to be with you till 2 a.m. this morning. And uh, we've covered a lot of ground so far. We've talked about those $2,000 stimulus checks. Like them. Don't like it. Uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, Donald Trump and the transition. We've talked about Don't your like chargers. Them. Like it. Uh, talked about our chargers on your Apple phones. Uh, Don't like it. Don't like it. And uh, we covered a lot of ground and found out the other day that Michael Kelly and I have a fundamental disagreement about a part of American life. Yeah. And so I thought we'd discuss that. If you, hey, if you want to get in on the conversation, 436-7900-1800-925-1120. Uh, first of all, I would say don't trust anyone that doesn't own a dog. I think we can agree okay. on that, Michael. Let me go ahead and start this conversation because first I need to start with defending myself because I know that when you talk about dogs, you pull on a special heartstring that most people have. Yeah, I grew up with dogs. I like dogs. Yeah. I have no problem with dogs. Uh-huh. I'm a single man, so therefore, I don't want the responsibility of a dog. See, a problem with the dog is, John, eventually, someday, that dog needs to go to the bathroom, and maybe I have a bar or a restaurant that I'm supposed to be at when that dog needs to go to the bathroom. So therefore, I don't want the responsibility of having that dog. Well, you take and, care of the dog. You bond now, with the dog. You become... But I do... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, here speaking of, here's Gus now. Gus has yeah. just come downstairs and he's sticking his nose. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I do appreciate the fairer sex. And yeah. the fairer sex, and I've noticed, likes to have dogs. Yeah. And so I deal with dogs. But here's the deal breaker for me mm. dogs in bed. They don't get it. Now, especially in the urban lifestyle that I live, I live in the city of St. Louis area in Central West End. I watch people walk these dogs around on the streets of St. Louis. I watch what people do on the streets of St. Louis. See, people throw up, they spit, they leave eaten, they ate chicken wings, they throw garbage on the ground, and here comes Fluffy walking down the street, getting his feet all dirty. Mm-hmm. And then when you get back to the house, uh, said fair sex wants to have Fluffy get in bed 
No. Yeah. Fluffy's yes. been out walking on the concrete that people throw up on, they spit up on, they do God Who throws up? Nobody throws it. up on the concrete. I'm like, oh, I haven't John, seen have you ever, throw what, 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 have you ever been to a Cardinal game? Have you never seen what guys are doing in the corner of a, uh, you know, a, a street corner where there, or where maybe there's an awning or something? People, I mean, I wouldn't well be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the dog near the Sarah sculpture, but I mean, other than well, that, I yes. Know. But John, let me just tell you, you, you're walking all fluffy out there in God's country. Well, Fluffy likes to smell where other dogs have been, yeah. and other dogs do things. And then you want to have that in your bed with you? Yes. Would, okay, then then here's a question for you. If you're okay with your dog getting in the bed with you, when you go to Bush Stadium to watch football, a baseball game, yeah, and you know you go to the bathroom, you know how sick the bathrooms are in a major sporting facility. Well, why not just go home and sleep with your shoes on in bed? There's nothing wrong you don't with sleep it. With I know your that shoes you walk on. in that bathroom, but you well, why does it matter? It, it, you don't it, sleep it, with your shoes on. Well, but the there's dog nothing... doesn't have shoes. He tracks all that stuff into your bed for, with you. It's nasty. <laughs> there's, it's not nasty. There's nothing wrong with having Gus at the foot of the bed there. Uh, in fact, we've even got a little staircase uh, for Gus to get on the bed. He's got uh, three stairs that he goes up because he had leg surgery that cost me <clears throat> $10,000. And... Um, <laughs> And so we got him a little staircase that he can get up on the bed there. And he curls up right down there at the foot of the bed. And sometimes he'll come up and snuggle a little bit. And, uh, yeah. Say does hi. he ever put his feet right on your pillow? No, he will. Uh, he'll put his head on my pillow. I've, did, I've did you ever it. think that maybe he at one time or another uh, walked through something and now he's got that hind legs up there on your pillow where you lay you your have, pretty little head do you have any idea how much stuff is floating around you got the coronavirus floating around out there you got uh, bacteria i mean your hands you touch a doorknob and you got i mean the, the gunk is everywhere and oh. if the gunk's going to get you it's going to get you and there's no difference between touching a doorknob where you know some person has you know, blown their nose and touched the doorknob. I mean, you got, I mean, that's all, that's part of life. It's part of the human condition. And there's Let's nothing go to the different. the phone lines with this one. There's nothing different about a dog being on the bed. And it's, uh, you know, it's part of the family. It also, it also helps you keep the uh, number of children down uh, in your, in your home. If you're trying to save a little money there. Let's go to Big Al. Big Al, you're on Camel X. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Right back at you. Yeah. Now. And um, my uh, beagle, Frankie, is the most famous beagle in the world, ass wrecker, because when I go in the other room, he sits in front of my radio when he hears wrecker on, like the RCA dog. Oh, yeah. And he is st- oh, yeah, he's stolen muffins, uh, lion's choice. And so I just want to tell you, I'd rather have Frankie in bed than some of the women in my past, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> so just don't pick on him because it may be the only – the warm thing that guy's got nestled up to him. So I love you guys. Great show. And uh, just let this say, everybody get the shot. Let's get yes. along. Yes. And let's all come together. Uh, well, let, me, let, me, let me ask you, Big Al. Uh, <laughs> Frankie, Frankie's pretty warm, is he, when he uh, when he curls up there? Yeah. And, um, well, he's a beagle. I got a whole other story about that because he's in love with my girlfriend, and oh. I have glass shower doors, 
and he sits and watches her, and I have to get popcorn. <laughs> Are you kidding? So the no, dog. I'm not kidding you. So the I'm dog. telling you, he's in love the with her. The dog watches your the, girlfriend take showers. The, the dog is yeah. got a pe- he's got a peep show going on uh, right there in Big Al's bathroom. And uh, Big and Al, Frankie... what part of St. Louis you in? <laughs> Lake St. Louis, but we lay in bed together, and then all of a sudden I'm rubbing his belly, and he starts yeah. rubbing all over with his head, and she's like, "No, Frankie." No, Frankie. And when she's walking around half naked, he follows her around like you and thought she was a rabbit. <laughs> well, well, I, uh, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a hard time getting the, all these images out of my head. Uh, oh, I gotta uh, tell you, Frankie sounds like a good dog. <laughs> well, he's, he knows what he likes. I think we can agree yeah. on that. Uh, but and how about uh, the owner bringing Frankie popcorn? You know, I will say that uh, that Gus is uh, Gus now. Gus watches television. Now, um, oh, that's annoying to me. But he does not. Uh, he does not sit there at the shower door. I, you know, when I'm taking a shower, nobody wants to be within a thousand feet of that. I can assure you. Dogs watching television, I think, is a new phenomenon. I think this is something that only has existed since the new HD televisions yeah. have come into existence yeah, because. Yeah. Growing up, I don't ever remember the animals reacting to what was on TV. Oh, he goes nuts. During Thanksgiving, I was quarantined with my mother uh, for a couple of weeks, and she had her dog, Molly, adorable dog, loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sleep on the bed with you? She did, but that that's a unique <clears throat> circumstance that that dog slept in bed <clears throat> with me, John. <clears throat> I cleaned its paws. Typical liberal. Um, Typical yeah, but, liberal. It's, it's okay did, for me, but nobody else can do it. I got hand sanitizer. I washed that dog's paws real good and allowed <laughs> him in bed with me. He washed the paws. But every time, you think I'm kidding. Uh, every time another dog showed up on television, that dog went crazy. And I don't get it. I don't ever remember a dog being able to see television in the past. It's like a new phenomenon. Yeah. So Gus watches TV. Now, Georgian got for Christmas. One of these weighted blankets. Have you ever seen these things? Yeah, they're yeah. Does it plug in? Does it is it heated too, or is it just no? Weighted? It's just it's weighted. It's heavy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we when we put that over the top of Gus, he never barks at TV. I mean, you could have an Alpo commercial on, and he really? does nothing. Yeah, with the weighted blanket, it like calms him down. Is it because he's having a hard time breathing? Like I have no idea. I have no idea. But it works bark? and. And it and it's 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 made Georgiana. Yeah, but are you suffocating too. the dog? That's the uh, no, he's question. he's fine. He's fine. What, and, but why and, would you put a weighted blanket on a dog? What's the purpose of a weighted blanket? Well, we thought we'd give it a shot. For and, what purpose? Uh, well, it's calming, and you know, I can okay. tell do you. you that, do you put it on yourself? No, it's not big enough for the both of us, and I'm pretty do calm you, anyway. Do you find a, a, a weighted blanket on you? Do you think that would be calming? Well, uh, you know, I'll try it out tonight, Kelly. I'll steal it because Georgiana will be asleep when I go to bed. And uh, yeah, I will diddle. steal the weighted blanket, and uh, and I'll let you know. I'll report back. Uh, okay. My gosh, we've got to step aside. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> that we, well, <laughs> I really don't know what to say. But I accept that he's Michael Kelly and I'm John Hancock. When we come back, when we come back, Michael. Yep. Our toll roads, the future to our highway success. That's next on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Radio's BS detector, Mark Reardon. Weekday afternoons at 2 on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. 
And welcome back to Overnight America. It's Hancock and Kelly sitting in for Ryan Recker. And in the midst of sheltering in place, especially in this holiday season, uh, I found myself, John Hancock, uh, going a little stir-crazy. Oh, and yeah. so over the last couple of weeks, I talked about quarantining with my mother, spent a lot of time driving around the Midwest and the and the South, if you will, um, and like, experiencing uh, like, like, like Like Afton? Uh, no, like uh, Tennessee, Georgia, <laughs> Florida, that area. Hmm. Um and uh, Indiana, uh, but when I've been in the midst of driving, one of the things I've encountered that we don't get much of in Missouri and Illinois are toll roads. Mm-hmm. Now, um, there are toll roads in northern Illinois, and I'm sure there may be some in southern Illinois, but I, to be honest with you, haven't ever found uh, yeah, I don't think experienced so. them. Yeah. yeah. In Missouri, I'm not familiar with too many toll roads outside of, there's a toll bridge uh, the at the, the Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I think that's a private development corp. It's just something we don't have. Um, but when you go to Florida and Georgia and some of the southern states, um, they have the turnpikes, and it works really nice. And I don't believe it to be a regressive tax because if you don't use it, you don't pay for it. Right. Um, and so when you have the the turnpike in Florida, for instance. You know, you're paying the three to six to eight dollars, depending on how far you're going, to be able to use that toll road. Uh, yet there's still a free option. There's still an I-95, which of course is going to have more traffic, and that's where all the commercial activities taking place. But you think about Missouri uh, and Illinois, right in the center of the world. Um, you know, we, we're right there on all the rivers. We, we really have subpar roads and why the concept of toll roads has never taken off is really beyond me because I think it would inject a lot of new money into the system of uh, building some quality roads for transportation in an area that desperately needs it. Well, it's been two hours and 22 minutes since we came on the air. And after two hours and 22 minutes, I find myself agreeing with Michael Kelly. Uh, oh, who can blame you? Well, uh, you know, the uh, toll roads, it is the quintessential user tax, uh, the people that use it. We are, because we are in the middle of the country, we're a distribution destination uh, for a host of different transportation devices, but certainly trucking is one of them. And uh, our roads are not in good shape. If we, if we told just I-70, okay, and if you're doing cross-country trucking from California to New York or vice versa, you're going to take I-70 is going to be part of your route getting where you're going. And, you know, you ought to pay for the because you're doing damage to the roads. If you're a trucker, uh, you, 18 wheels and that heavy load on the, on the road, that's taking a toll. And you know, it seems to me that that is, especially since the voters have rejected gasoline tax increases now uh, at least two times, uh, two times gasoline taxes, one time a sales tax for the roads. They've rejected them. A toll road, you pay it if you use it. If you don't use it, you don't pay it. Uh, you can even write it into the law that if you're a resident of the state, uh, you don't have to pay it or you pay it at a reduced rate and you get one of those auto pass uh, things that goes on your windshield. The, you it know, seems the, to me the out-of-state residents are the ones you want to get. Right. 
Exactly. Yeah, so who's the big holdup here? Like, why has this not been a serious conversation in the past in Missouri and and in most of Illinois? Because look, the roads stink. We've got to do something. The voters won't approve the gas tax. But, I mean, those are the same people who are driving to the Lake of the Ozarks. They're the same people who are driving to Branson, sitting in traffic. Um, what's wrong with having another Highway 70 that would be like yeah, a well, bike yeah, that yeah. you only pay for if you're going to use it? Yeah, and, and then, you know, that you talk, talk about Branson and the traffic. They get that I-65 running south to Branson. That's another perfect place to toll. Uh, that That highway, though, is pristine. You've been on it recently i think i mean that's a that's a yeah. beautiful stretch well and of they road. busted through all that concrete or not yeah. concrete but all that rock to be able to build it yeah meanwhile we can't pave a road in st louis because the state doesn't have any money but we went through a mountain literally to put an overpass down in branson i don't get it well it's a beautiful thing and uh, i think toll roads are the way to go dan is joining us dan you're on KMOX. what's your thought I got a comment and a question. Uh, I'm going to give my comment first. Just think, 20-something days left and the dictator's out of office. Can't wait, man. I'm looking forward to uh, a new year and getting that uh, dude out of office. Uh, I know. Dan, let me me thank you. Let me just thank you that we didn't have to hit the dump button there. You you monitored your language very well. Give that man Uh, a cigar. I wasn't going to say say nothing bad. I promise you. Yeah. Uh, Now, my question is. Yeah. Why don't the the governor get a pair and legalize marijuana in the state of Missouri? I know he's afraid to put it on the ballot because he knows it'll get approved and that stuff. I don't know if it's because he's Republican, an ex-cop, or whatever the situation is. But look at, at the other states that has legalized marijuana, and they could use that money to uh, do a lot of things, build bridges, fix the highways do whatever, and I'd like to uh, hear what your guys commented on. Thank you, guys. All right, I'm not in Thanks, the business Dan. of defending Mike Parson, but to my knowledge, Mike Parson's not been a barrier to uh, a barrier or a helper to anything related to marijuana, has he? Uh, not that I know. Of course, yeah. our, our, our very um, erudite caller, Dan, it was a great call, by the way, Dan. <laughs> um, no, it really was. It was a great call. Uh, but he, he suggested that the governor get a pair. And yeah, what, what you know, did he mean per, by that? I, well, I think, I think he's, you know, I new think roller the governor, skates? perhaps no, uh, like a peach might be appropriate. Ah. Um, but you know, legalizing marijuana. Now I've, I've long been anti legalization of marijuana, as you know, Michael, right. Um, Missouri now has medical marijuana that's been legalized right. and, uh, you know, recreational marijuana is increasingly happening across the country, even though the substance is still illegal federally. Uh, I I think it is probably inevitable at this point that legal marijuana is going to be the law of the land and every state is going to have it. And um, I'm certain that there will be certain revenues that flow into the government from that. Could those be used to address the road issue, as Dan suggested? Perhaps. Um but, you know, to his point, uh, I think that it's just a matter of time at this point before marijuana is legalized for recreational use everywhere. Well, uh, here's one for hoping that that's the case. Uh, I don't know that that's the answer to 
our roads problem, though. Um, it really seems to me the problem is much larger than a simple fix uh, like the lottery or um, marijuana. It's something that needs a, a larger funding source. And quite frankly, the voters have rejected it time and time again. And it seems to me the only opportunity that we really have to do is to go for toll roads. And I don't understand why it hasn't taken hold in the Midwest there, particularly in Missouri just, and Illinois. There's just a strong anti-tax sentiment that exists. But it's not a state. tax. It's a user fee. I well, mean, yeah, you, don't, you only yeah. pay it if you use it. Yeah, I understand that. If you're you sitting know, in Bolivar, Missouri, why do you care if I want to pay $12 to drive across the state of Missouri on a new road? If you're living in St. Louis County, why do you care if I want to pay $12 to drive from Kansas City to St. Louis? Now, if you're if the argument is, is, oh, well, you're taking money away from mass transit or you're taking money away from, that's not the case. This is all new money that gets invested. All the roads get bounded and uh, this money comes in and only users pay for it. I mean, the voters won't pay for it. Let's let the users pay for it. So I have a theory on this and I know we're short okay. on time. Uh, but well, we can keep it going after the break. You know? Yeah, but uh, let's see, where are we on? Okay, yeah, so let's step aside. I do have a theory on why Missourians okay. in particular won't pass any tax increase. Because we're backward? Whether, uh, well, we'll get to that theory after the new, uh, after the, uh, well, we got to get a check on the weather and step aside. It's Michael Kelly. It's John Hancock. It's Overnight America on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. <laughs> And it's Overnight America on the home of the voice of the St. Louis University Billikens. That's a fine basketball program. Uh, they're having a heck of a season so far. I think that's a team that's not just going to make the NCAA tournament, Michael. I think they're going to go to the Sweet 16. I, they, a lot of talent on that basketball team. Boy, I hope that's the case. Uh, and how great would that be for St. Louis? Um, you know, after everything we've been through with this pandemic, you know, the, the Billikens have not really been the team they've once were since, what, Charlie Spoonhour uh, was here. Yeah, I mean, Spoon had a, had a good program. Rich Grauer uh, back in the day had a good program. Uh, we had Mark, the uh, – The guy from Utah. The, um, uh, from Nevada, yeah. He had a good program. But Travis yeah. Ford, Travis Ford's got this team humming, and uh, they've got a lot of talent. And the recruiting has been great. They're, they're playing well. They play as a team. And uh, something to keep an eye on. So before we went to break, we were talking about toll roads. And yeah, you have a theory why Missourians are opposed to toll roads? Well, I have a theory why Missourians are opposed to tax increases. And I, it goes okay. back It goes back about 40 years um, when we first passed the state lottery. And you, that's probably before your time, but I remember it. And, and when the state lottery was proposed, the idea was that the money was going to go to education. And so voters, I think, passed the lottery with the idea that the money was going to go to education. And, of course, what happened was uh, they shipped the lottery the money, money to, to education, education and then they'd yeah. suck it out the back end with general revenue and they'd spend the money yeah. elsewhere. Uh, and then, switch. and then a decade later, we uh, we voted to allow riverboat gambling. That was where the boats had to float, you know, and the had to take a little cruise out there, and you could go, you know, play blackjack or whatever uh, on the on the river cruise. Uh, quaint, historic, and that's how it was sold. And the money was going to go to education. 
and you know we passed it, it. Did. and education never had enough money and so i think the voters in this state have become uh and i don't blame them they become calloused to the fact that you tell them that here's a tax increase here's what it's going to go for it's going to solve problem x and that's why we need the money they don't believe it so when you say we're going to pass a gas tax to fix the roads they don't believe it when you say we're going to pass a sales tax to fix the roads they don't believe it and and similarly with toll roads i think they think the whatever money is collected on those toll roads are going to be used for other things that may or may not be true but to the voters it is true so but why can't we go to the voters of missouri and say we're not asking you for a gas tax we're not asking you for a sales tax we're asking you for permission to allow the state to own and operate toll roads that would be financed with private money um, and allow us to be able to go build this. I don't think that the voters would have a problem with that. Because then if you're cheating somebody, you're cheating Goldman Sachs, or you're cheating Commerce Bank, or you're cheating some uh, major entity, and they're never going to get cheated out of their money, but we, the voters, yeah, we've been the dupes of Missouri for a long time. Oh, yeah, you put the money into education. You put $10 into education and you suck $10 out of general revenue. Uh, you bait and switched us. On this, we're not asking for any more money. We're just saying allow us to do this. I think the voters would do it. And I think people who want to be able to use the toll roads, uh, like myself, John, like you, when we're having to do cross-state uh, trips, I'll pay the twelve dollars. I'll pay the ten bucks to sure. uh, to to be out there. The truckers will pay it gladly. Anybody cra- uh, traveling across states going to pay it because it's going to be quicker than sitting on Highway seventy and bumper to bumper traffic. Yeah, and I think uh, and I think that's right. And and I also believe strongly that the the gas tax as a mechanism to fund highways is quickly becoming. Um, irrelevant because you're seeing the shift already where people are buying these electric cars, they're charging them up They're They're not paying, they're not buying gas and yet they're, they're taking toll, you know, they're doing damage to the roads and so forth. Um, and so the gas tax as a mechanism to fund highways, I think is going to go the way of the buggy whip industry. Uh, because I do think that within, I don't know what period of time, a decade, 20 years, uh, I think you're going to see the majority of cars on the roads not be uh, combustible engines. I think they're going to be electric. Yeah, I think that's right. I've been considering getting an electric car myself. Have you? Um, yeah, my question about electric cars, had this conversation earlier today with uh, Amy Marks' course for a little while on the program. My, my conversation is, I know I will feel better if I was driving an electric car. And I know it sounds silly. But it the does. idea that I'm not burning gasoline, oh, you know, makes me feel like I'm doing something good and productive. At the same time, I know go too pick much up about how. Hold on a go, second. Now be go nice pick to up me litter. for a minute and listen. All right. um, but I, I, I'm smart enough to know how electricity is made. So the reality is, is I'm not really trading off much for the environment yet. Um, with that, the, the combustible engine comes with a lot of issues that doesn't happen with an electric engine. Um, yes, there is costs associated with electric, but is it better than gasoline uh, in terms of cost? And I think it is. And John, I got to tell you, I've driven a couple of these electric cars. 
they can flat out move. There's no snobbishness of, oh, you're driving an electric car, you know, blah, blah, blah. The machoism's out the door. These Teslas, these electric cars they're making, they can move. Oh, they yeah. Move just... quicker, they move quicker than a combustible engine. Yeah, but, just so I'm that... kind of at that point of, is that, can I make the jump? And I liken this to people finally making the decision to get rid of cable or to get rid of their home phone. Um, you know, it's inevitably it's going to be where we're all at. But when do you make that decision? Well, you're uh, on the cusp of that decision. We've been talking about toll about roads. That. We've been talking about electric cars. And Mike is joining in. Mike, you're on KMOX. You think there's some problems with toll roads? Well, yay and nay. I mean, you got to look at Missouri's old money. Um, have you ever wondered why we don't get a bridge uh, between Chesterfield and um, um, Washington? You know, because here's what happens. It's a battle over who's going to, where that bridge is going to come out after at. Yeah. You know, so wherever the entrance ramps are and all that, that's a major battle. Okay, so now just say you got a business along I-70. Now you're going to shift the traffic away from them businesses. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and people don't trust what they're doing anymore. That's, I mean, that's just, that's, but there's a, who's going to get, who's going to get the exit ramps and all that stuff for them. You see what I mean? That's, that's, that is a really good, really good point, Mike. Uh, yeah. That's a really, really good point, and we'll talk about it. Thanks so much for your call. You know, he makes a great point. I uh, years ago, Michael, I, I did PR for McDonald's restaurants. Oh boy! And, yeah, and uh, I was Ronald's boss. But um, mm-hmm. do you know the largest grossing McDonald's restaurant in Missouri? Do you know where it was? Kingdom City. Yes. And uh, that restaurant uh, was owned by the Mockins family. I don't know who owns it now. That was 25 years ago. Uh, but that was the largest grossing, single largest grossing McDonald's restaurant in the state of Missouri. And why? Because it was right there uh, at Highway 54. You get off to go to Jefferson City. It was a convenient kind of midpoint between St. Louis and Kansas City. Uh, at the time, there were many years where you didn't have any other fast food options at that intersection. Intersection you do now, uh, but it you know. And so, to, to the caller's point, if you do toll I seventy, or if you do build another highway alongside of I seventy that bypasses all of that uh, development, you're gonna you're gonna yeah, but it's potentially put a put a hurt on businesses. Yeah, but it's somebody who's paying twelve bucks to bypass it. And they're still going to buy gasoline and they're still going to buy uh, fast food, except that now it's going to be money that's going to be captured to pay for that road. Look, it's less than ideal. Uh, the ideal thing and the Democrat in me wants there to be roads for all of us. But I live in the backward state of Missouri that won't vote for anything. I mean, you know, unless uh, we were giving away free guns, that's the only thing we, we, we can seem to get people to vote for. Yet the roads that we have are just ridiculous. I mean, uh, I'm for the toll roads. I think it's an important uh, uh, thing for us to examine and move forward and get in the state of Missouri. Well, that is my buddy, Michael Kelly. And I don't know, we're now four days removed from Christmas morning, uh, five days removed from Christmas Eve. That's when we open our presents at the uh, Hancock household. But all of us got some presents uh, at Christmas mm-hmm. or 
uh, during Hanukkah or however we celebrate these holiday seasons. And the question on the floor, Michael, do you take the gifts you've been given and re-gift them? Oh, this um, is going to be a good one. We're going to talk about that and uh, and perhaps the speed at which we masticate our food. That's coming your way next on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome back to Overnight America. It's Hancock and Kelly on this Tuesday, December the 29th. We're going to be with you all the way till 2 a.m. So stick around right here on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX, Overnight America. You can join us at any time you'd like in the conversation at 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. And, John, here we are December the 29th. Um, and uh, probably to this point in the Christmas season, now realizing this is not a typical Christmas for myself yeah. uh, because of the pandemic or for any of us, I'm probably at about 13 re-gifts to this point. Um, really? You know, yeah, you know where I am at on Christmas. I think this whole thing's silly. Um, I don't want you to get me anything. I just, you know. And, it's the birth and of Jesus. I, okay, I'm for that part. Um, I'm talking about the actual <laughs> uh, culture Christmas that we mm -hmm. all live through. Right? And so people give you stuff. Now, when I had no job and. Uh, could barely find a way to eat when I was going to college and stuff. Nobody was giving me stuff. Now people give you stuff, and it's very nice at Christmas that you get things. Yeah. But do you find yourself all suddenly like, oh, goodness, uh, I'm stopping by uh, Mike Kelly's office on Tuesday, and uh, you know what? It's the Christmas season. My buddy Lou just gave me this bottle of wine. <laughs> I'll make sure that my name's not on it and re-gift it to John. And now I'm like Inspector Clouseau, dude, when it comes to re-gifting. I, I know all the tricks. First of all, you got to make sure the bag that you're given, you've removed the to and from sticker. Yeah. Oh, very uh, that's important. That's got to be very completely yeah. taken away. Yeah. Then if there's tissue paper, make sure you take the tissue paper out and everything else that's in the bag because sometimes there's a hidden card. And you may mm. not see the hidden card. Mm. Nothing more embarrassing. Regifting a bottle of wine to somebody when there's a hidden card saying, Mike, enjoy this bottle of wine. Mm. Um, so the tissue paper is a key. Then yes. I, I oh. recommend examining the gift one last time just to make sure it's not customized to you. I've had people then have on the label of wine, customize your own name. Or to write your name, another problem. So Lousy. once you've gone through those things, then you can re-gift. To this point this year, about 12 re-gifts. In fact, I think wow. your gift that you got from me was a re-gift. Well, that uh, <clears throat> makes me feel special. Um, well, do you re-gift? No. Oh, come on. No. Now, um, what time is it? It's uh, 10.52, so my in-laws are in bed. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So I, I'm I'm convinced uh, they don't regift, but you know Georgiana and I have been married for thirty years, and I am convinced that about twenty nine years ago uh, they went to a clearance sale and bought um, 
35 or 40 shirts. And uh, I've been getting one of those shirts every year for Christmas. (laughs) 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 I I really hope they're not listening. (laughs) I hope they're not listening either. We should move along. Um, But that's not not re-gifting. That's just gifting ahead. No, that's just uh, gifting ahead. So I don't re-gift. Now that you have, see, but now that you have a son-in-law, the mm-hmm. older you get, John, you'll be like, uh, there'll be times in your life you're going to look over at Georgian and say, you know, we could get that for, for the for the son-in-law for Christmas, oh, and it's yeah, going to be yeah. like July. You know, you're going to be a Dolly oil, but yeah, Brad, be a stethoscope uh, Brad, or something. Yeah, yeah. Brad, Brad got an Apple Watch this year, so <laughs> so there you go. He got uh, an Apple Watch from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, well, I've seen your my... telephone. Your telephone hasn't even been made in the last six years, and you're giving Apple Watches to people? Well, that's my lovely wife. She's uh, she's quite the gift giver. She needs uh, here's to the other you thing. a new phone. Here's the other thing. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> as long as it's just you and I talking here. Yeah, just us talking. So, so you let's say you're in trouble here. Let's say you're you're married. And, you know, your wife, uh, my wife, Georgian, she, she can go on my iPad and she can look at all my text messages and she can see sure. all the, all yeah. the searches I do online, Yeah, diddle. you know, which, which some people might think is snooping. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, this year it paid off in spades because yeah. everything I searched online, I got as a Christmas present this year. Really? <laughs> and, uh, so, so pers- on a personal level. I had the best Christmas haul I have ever had in my life. <laughs> and, that right? Uh, everything I was thinking about that I would like to have because I looked at it online, it magically ended up under the tree. Okay. So, so you did uh, call me and tell me one of the things you got was the perfect rest. Now, oh. for those of us who are new to pool, the rest is yeah. what we would call the bridge. Regular yeah, people would call it the bridge. But, yeah. but fancy people in billiards call it the rest. The snooker, and, yeah. When when I think of the rest, John Hancock, I think of the uh, the the crown looking uh, yeah. thing. That is not what you would call a proper rest. You have a proper rest. What is it? Yeah. It so it's so so the bridge and pool is too high. The, the, the pool balls are larger than snooker balls. Snooker balls are smaller. So if you're if you're applying a pool ball bridge to the snooker cue. You're going to be too high up on the queue. Otherwise, you're going to have to angle your stick. Whereas the snooker rest, which is shaped like an X, it's lower to the table, so that when you put your when you put your snooker cue in the rest, you are dead center on the cue ball, and it makes all the difference in the world. I see. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't just get the snooker. I didn't just get the snooker rest. I also got the snooker spider, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, the spider is the very high it, it's got long legs and so you can reach up over the ball and strike a ball let's say the cue ball has got a, a ball right behind it that you so you need the spider so i got both of those i'm very excited okay. so for those of you who are listening in and think that these two sound obsessed with this game snucker i will tell you in the early days of the pandemic uh when we were worried about whether or not the world was coming to an end uh well i'm still worrying about that but uh, John Hancock and I almost uh, bought a snooker table together. You came very close. What, very what kept close. us from buying it is 
we couldn't have it brought in from Canada, and it Canada, was way too yeah. cheap for the price. I don't know how. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Well, we have to. We have to step aside. We may yet buy a snooker table next year. Depends on how business goes. Uh, when we come back, what's the future of Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright? We're going to talk about that. It's Michael Kelly. It's John Hancock. We're in for Ryan Recker. It's Overnight America on the Voice of St. Louis, X. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 